This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and ThisPipeLife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Country Radio on Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you. How you doing tonight? You know, I'm doing great. I am, uh, <laughs> yeah, just, uh, you know, just just pulling back into the shop here. I'm angry because I left a, a pipe at the house that I really wanted to bring up uh, for tonight's show. But, oh, snap. Um, but, you know, that those are just foolish things that... Uh, give me another opportunity to smoke my uh, my beloved Bing's, Bing's favorite. favorite. So, uh, yeah. yeah, so, we're, so things are good, man. Things are good. It's uh, picking up around the shop. Uh, of course, we had the eclipse today, right? Total eclipse of the heart. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. Where where were you when the world went dark? I I was actually uh, the world it didn't go completely dark, but I was here at the Squire, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. H- hanging out with a couple of a uh, couple of our um, beloved uh, regulars here at the shop. Uh, listener Peter M. And uh, and and I don't know if Ron is a listener or not, but Ron's a good friend. Oh, he's and, and shout out long-time anyway. customer of the shop. And um, anyway, we were here hanging out, and um, we didn't think we were going to get to see it, right? So Ron was busy back there, like, you know, trying to find these hacks of how you turn, like, a shoebox <laughs> into, you know, something that you right, can see right. on your, you know, car trunk or whatever. You I mean, line just, it in directly, and it goes down through the thing. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, and we tried it, and it was just like, oh, we're really not going to have a great time. I mean, at that point, just watch it on YouTube. But, you know? but you know, exactly. And and so we, uh, we, we were lucky enough to be next to just a really awesome uh, liquor store, uh, the the famous package store. Of course. Uh, yeah. ne- to, next to the Country Squire. And, uh, and, and they, they had an extra pair of glasses. Dude. And so they, they, they hooked us up and we got to, uh, man, got to see it in full, take some photos. And of course, we weren't in the path of what do you call totality or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The total so, path of destruction. Yeah, the, yeah right, right. <laughs> I, we're, I was watching some news thing while it was happening, and someone in Kansas, like, they saw the shadow of the moon coming towards them. Oh, my gosh. And, that's and, crazy. and it got dark. Dude, I would, I would pee my pants. <laughs> I, I, I would just, I would run like a little schoolgirl and, like, <laughs> Yeah, like it, forget it. <laughs> I'd be out. It is. Uh, it is. It is interesting. We we went out to uh, my wife and I had lunch, kind of an eclipse date, uh, is is what she called it, and <laughs> it was great. That's though. So lame. No, it was man, it was wonderful. We sat out on the porch of uh, of the Manship, uh, a restaurant that's uh, near our neighborhood. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, actually, the staff there, I got to give a shout out to them because they actually had a bunch of glasses and they were letting customers use them. So they would like. Hey, take, that's really cool. Isn't yeah. that awesome? And they've got a nice like patio area, so that that would make. Sense. The weird thing is, not many people. Were actually using it like people were leaving the restaurant looking using the glasses looking up and that sort of thing and we were we kind of had the patio to ourselves which was also kind of an additional nice benefit as well um but yeah we got to see it through the glasses and uh and it was and i'll tell you what man it was a sweet time with my wife which is a good thing because this week we celebrate our 10-year wedding anniversary dude congratulations thank you very much i didn't know that yeah golly how much trauma has she had to go through for the past 10 years man i know yeah. some great therapists i mean i it's a miracle <laughs> well I, obviously y'all have done the work because she's still married to you, she's so. still she's going, going strong <laughs> no all, all seriousness man that, that, that's wonderful congrats thank i didn't you. realize that thank, thank you we're uh, we're excited wow, 10 10 years man that's uh that's amazing what are you 33 uh yeah that's that's right yeah yeah, yeah, thirty-three years old. Um, and man, look, my wife is like, is, is early on in our relationship, I was like, I got to lock this down quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, and I and I know Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Bo, and that is the that is the truth. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. You, you what what does uh, one of our friends say? Uh, you outpunted your coverage, big time. Yeah, big time. <laughs> well, and so you know, we're actually we'll be celebrating in uh, in and around the uh, Anaheim, Los Angeles area, uh, which is a lot of fun. We're leaving uh, first thing in the morning, heading out that way for podcast movement. Uh, I'll be oh, that, okay. 
Okay, that's great. I'll be speaking the day before our anniversary on the subject of geo-focused podcasts. So. <laughs> How romantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I only got away with it because literally we're like, hey, babe, let's go to Disneyland for our, uh, for our anniversary. <laughs> so it'll be a lot of fun, but I'm, I'm looking forward to that's it. That's great, man. Well, hey, we got a lot of stuff that's going on here in the pipe world beyond just the total eclipse of our pipes. Uh, of course, coming up, we got the Texas Pipe Show. Ow! Pew, 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 pew. That's it, man. Get on, little doggies. Coming, uh, coming really soon here. We're uh, not quite a month away, but um, October 7th is the date. It's a Saturday. Absolutely. It'll be in Fort Worth. At Pop Safari Room, Fort Worth, Texas. That's right. Uh, man, I got my tickets. Uh, I, I got my tickets locked down this last past week. Oh, do we have to do that? Um, yeah. Yeah. I thought... <laughs> I thought maybe we, you and I, just kind of show up because people like us. Well, I did, <laughs> I did get the honeymoon suite, but Dog I got to tell it. you, that I was like, planning on just just being me. That was all. You know? Oh, okay. Well, well, you know, we'll I, we'll, we'll adjust. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll adjust. Well, maybe there's one of those little parks that, like, you know, those Jellystone parks that you can stay. Just pitch your tent out just there. Just put a tent like, there. Yeah, no, that that that's fine. You know, yeah, yeah. People I think, would love to see someone look like Sasquatch, you know, but very short. Yeah, I think my room walk, actually walking around does in the have, woods uh, smoking his pipe. I do, my room does have two beds, but. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think you get just I'm not staying with you. Are you kidding me? No, 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 no. That's <laughs> good. That's good. I'm no, I got kidding. standards, man. I'm just kidding. No, but once uh, you know, once once all travel alignments are, you know, we're we're getting close here. Um, you know, as we are want to do with these type of events, we've got to do some sort of Country Squire Radio listener meetup. Yeah. Um, so we got to start kind of figuring out some uh, some plans for that. I, I, you know, I'm tempted to say morning of, but I know you're not a morning guy, so it's so probably maybe evening after. I think most Country Squire Radio listeners are not morning. Well, people. you forget, my friend. We started I, out. As a morning show, I, I know, but that's why it was so terrible back then. <laughs> that, was, that was in the early. It, those tru- dark it truly days. was just awful. <laughs> the, the 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 pipe and uh, and an occasional latte did get me up uh, relatively early. And pop tarts, we had pop tarts uh, and and, and pop tarts. Yeah. That's right. Whenever um, we had interviews, we had pop tarts. No, we'll be working on a we'll be working on a meetup uh, that's October seventh uh, there at. Uh, Pop Safari Room in Fort Worth, Texas. They have some new sponsors. They're really proud to announce that yeah. uh, Lane and This Pipe Life, uh, both good friends of of Country Squire Radio. Not to be confused with This Pipe Wife. That's right. That's the, uh, right. The official dating site of Country Squire Radio. Of Country Squire Radio that that we are uh, getting developers to work on immediately. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that Lane and This Pipe Life, they'll actually be selling uh, sample size uh, tobaccos just so you can try it. All the proceeds from that will go to all the pipe clubs that are working so hard to put the show on. Uh, and, and we're really excited to support them and, and, and proud of them. Uh, there are a few tables left, not many, but uh, priority uh, will go to, um, obviously, to Carvers. Uh, if you're a Carver, you can have a table for free, uh, and, and they're really excited about that. So uh, please get your name in there. They've got a beautiful website. Be sure to check that out. Um, also, the Slow Smoke Competition, uh, which uh, will be held that day, um, it, it, it's very important. They wanted me to communicate, and they're going to come out with the exact times, which I think they've already uh, set, but I just don't have them in front of me right now. But it's it's very important. The Slow Smoke uh, contestants have to be there an hour early. You have to be there an hour early. If you're not, they will actually try to sell your ticket. Oh, snap. And so it's very important. It's a limited number. It's going to be some really great prizes and uh, just a lot of excitement around that. So we want you to get there early, be a part of that. Um and uh, but but don't miss out on your seat. So get there get there early right. and uh, and and be excited. We're not doing the breakfast thing then because I definitely want to be there for the slow smoke competition. And uh, you know I, I got to represent. I'm you know I, I I they I was honored, frankly honored. I still don't know why people think I'm 
that talented in my because job. Because the anyway. work speaks for itself, <laughs> my friend. Okay, we have smoked your tobacco. We, we are we are sitting in front of in front of a few uh, really delicious, uh, yummy. There's literally uh, a wall of tobacco. Country Squire uh, private blends <laughs> that we do hand blend right here in our shop. But uh, but I, I was so honored to to be asked to make the um, the slow smoke uh, blend actually for the show. And so uh, details to come on that. We're kind of in the infancy of, of working some of those out. But uh, I'm really excited about that. Very honored, and I, and I hope the folks there uh, enjoy. It. It's fun, man. Look, I just want to mention this real quick. Look, this is a first-time pipe show, and and those of you who are tuning in, you know, if if you like the fact that there are pipe podcasts, plural, there are a lot of pipe co- podcasts. Well, there there's some there's some great pod, pipe pipe. There's a few, there's yeah, a few out there. that we're proud to be a part of. That we're fa- proud to be a far, part of, and and a part of. A part of. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. There, there's a, there's a, there's great podcasts out there. There's you know the YouTube pipe community is vast. Um, but it really is these events where people can get together uh, in, in your local pipe clubs, in your local pipe events. But these pipe shows that occur throughout the country, um, you know, showing up, showing out, checking out the new merchandise, learning what's going on in the community, and just getting a chance to bond with people that you've met, uh, be it online or, or, or otherwise, it's it's a great opportunity. And, and not only are you going to get a great social experience, you're helping get a new pipe show started. And that is crucial. So if you've not made plans yet to come down to Texas, you want to come down to Texas, get some barbecue, see us, see all of the vast membership of the uh, the local Texas community, pipe smoking community, and uh, and and be sure to support this uh, this upstart pipe uh, pipe show. Uh, we're really excited to be there, and, and we're really excited for those of you who were able to make it out. Yeah, with us. couldn't couldn't be happier about it. So. Okay. Now, now in town as well. Yeah, that's some... right. Uh, just a couple more announcements. Yeah. yeah. So, so the Jackson Pipe Night here in Central Mississippi, we've got uh, that coming up on October 28th. We finally set the date for that. And so, uh, Jackson Pipe Night, of course, our annual slow smoke competition. Uh, we'll have live music, uh, tons and tons of uh, of libations, uh, brown water. Like who and, know? And uh, the 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 thing that you're probably about to spill all over your computer. Uh, <laughs> that uh, <laughs> we actually, I, I love this. We actually got a tweet from Portland Paul. He says. Um, John David Cole, are you sure that the bottle is safe from the path of totality from Bo York's arm? <laughs> I, it, it, Y'all know it, Portland Paul's been around. No, he ha- he's a longtime, longtime friend, <laughs> and I, he, he knows it's probably wise that you just moved the, the, uh, the Jefferson's whiskey behind you. There really yeah. should be a no, punch that's, card that's good. for every single time I, I splash the, uh, the, my, my glass during the live show. Yeah, all over my antique furniture in the shop. Like it, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, it, it's exciting. So we're going to uh, Jackson Pipe Night, October 28th. We'll, we're going to announce uh, ticket prices and all that stuff real soon. You'll be able to come. And uh, if you're in the southeast region or just happen to be passing through on October 28th, we would love to have you. You don't have to be uh, local or a member of the Pipe Club to, to uh, participate. And uh, obviously, we'll be giving away some some really cool stuff. So, a um, couple of a uh, couple of pipe pilgrimages, man, that, that happened just within the past several days here. Oh, dang! Okay. Uh, man, I'm so so happy to announce uh, we had our friend uh, Daniel Rhodes from San Marcos, Texas, uh, come in. He actually works at Hill Country Humidor uh, in Central Texas. Uh, just a great tobacconist, uh, old fashioned, just super. Uh, super interested in pipes. He's just wow, such a yeah. such a wonderful guy. He's got a real nice pr- um, presence on 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 some of the online um, you know pipe forums and things of that nature. So Daniel, we're we're so glad you came. And also uh, Tanner Hollier. Uh, Tanner 
is a pastor in Houston, Texas. And uh, look at these Texans, man! It's just man. so great. It's just coming out the woodworks, <laughs> great, man! It's just man. coming yeah. out the woodworks. And <laughs> uh, and and I think both these guys are actually going to try to be in Dallas uh, here in the in uh, later in the fall. But uh, Tanner, uh, man, just such a great such a great time with him. His wife does some work uh, each year here in Jackson, and uh, and Tanner actually got to come over with her uh, and and then spent an evening here at the Country Squire <laughs> uh, with uh, with his wife, and and we just all had a had a really nice time right right here at this very tobacco bar and um man it was just really great to connect with these people they uh just have incredibly tender hearts you know or passionate about what they do obviously uh tanner his home shop is the briar shop in houston Mm. texas uh which is just a fantastic uh tobacconist it's a little maybe 10 years older than the country squire it's been around for a very long time 35 um and so it's uh it it, the guy that uh that runs that shop uh is ross tyken he's a, a friend of of mine and, and really well known as a retailer in the industry, um, just has a has a really um, a great personality. He's such a such a um, knowledgeable person when it comes to pipes and 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 other tobaccos as well. Things like snuff and rolling tobacco and all this other stuff. So um, anyway, just really proud that Tanner got to come by. Um, and uh, you might bump into him if you're in Houston and go by the Briar Shop. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, more from uh, from the Country Square Radio community. We got actually Jonathan Walston who's tuning in live for the first time. That's Club great. Member. Yeah. Big ups to you, brother. That's Thank great. you for yeah. joining thanks, us here. Thanks for doing that, man. Absolutely. You'll we probably also... be terrified and won't ever do it again. <laughs> I know, right? Like, this is what these guys look like. Uh, we also have a, by the way, a new club member joining here at Country Square Radio oh, International man, Pipe Club. Yeah. Uh, Craig Cedarquist. And I think I nailed it. Like, I know I butcher names intentionally. And... Yeah, sometimes you do it just to be silly, but like, I, 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 I wanted to at least try. Say it again. Craig, Craig Cedarquist. Yeah. I I, th- I think you nailed. It. I think I nailed it. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, my money's with you, man. Craig, if I nailed you, let us know. Uh, we're really, <laughs> really, really excited. Probably. Y'all keep that between yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Glad to have you. Thank you so much for joining. Of course, the uh, the Pipe Club, CountrySquireRadio.com. There's a big banner that says "Join the Club." You can join uh, at the uh, Pilgrim level, like Craig did. You can also join at the Squire level. Pilgrim, three bucks an episode. Uh, uh, Squire at five dollars an episode. It's a great way you get the whole backlog of of archived content, as well as access to the uh, the Facebook group as well, where uh, you guys have been. I mean, like that. Our, our, it's the highlight of my week is interacting. I'm with telling you, like, yeah, like no, it, it's it's great. The 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 squires the squire lounge online for for club members and everything is one of the most active, awesome Facebook groups that I'm a member of. Like, it's it's incredible to see what you guys come up with. And Mark VV will talk about you later on in the show. All right, before we jump into the uh, the meat and potatoes of this episode, yes, eventually we're going to talk about something of substance. Yeah, something of substance. <laughs> uh, we actually we have to tee up next week's episode because next week's episode is actually going to require some listener participation. Um, all right, so uh, John David, you're familiar with a a, a a cartoon. I don't know if you call it a cartoon show, but it's on Cartoon Network. Robot Chicken. Yeah. Okay. Robot. Yeah, they put all those little clay people together and make them. Uh, they're voiced over and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. Action figures and such. Yeah. Uh, so a while back, like like years ago, honestly, there was a sketch on Robot Chicken. I don't know why this is the first time. Well, I do know why. Uh, and in that sketch, it told the the love story of two famous celebrities, okay. uh, Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox. Uh, these during the the creation of this this particular episode, the idea was they were dating. Uh, they had broken up many years ago, and they had gone on to follow their full passions. For Megan Fox, it was her boxing and shipping company. For Brian Austin Green, it was pipes and pipe tobacco. In fact, okay, so they actually took this like Hollywood 
power couple or whatever they split. They split them up on the show. One of them goes and creates a shipping company. Yeah. This is in the skit or whatever. One of them creates a shipping company. The other one goes and and, and basically becomes a a pipe shop. He's basically John David Cole. He's got got his own pipe shop. In fact, they've got little claymation pipes and everything else and he's going around talking about his true love. Uh, He he left Megan Fox because his true love was pipes and just, I mean... (laughs) That's commitment, guys. That's commitment. That's commitment. And so, uh, and so, you know, the the story goes though that these two shops, uh, Fox's Boxes and Bag Pipes, B A G Bag Pipes, were right next the Brian to Brian Austin Green. Right. Okay. And uh, and and they never knew this. Like the, for years, they've been split up. They've been following their professional passions. And then one day, the sketch tells us that Brian Austin Green walked into Fox's Boxes to see if she had the boxes that that his pipes would be able to be shipped in. And uh, lo and behold, they make eye contact. They realize their lost love for one another. And uh, and in fact, they go on to create the America's most successful pipe shipping company ever. You know, I think the folks at Smoking Pipes would probably have something to say about that. I, I, I don't but, know. But, I, I mean, we, we these, are two, these are two A-listers. Man. Revisionist history. I'm telling you, if, if no, Megan that, Fox that, and Brian Austin Green started their own pipe shipping company today. No, that's today, it. That's it. I, look, I'd, I'd be on board. Big big ups to the folks at SmokingPipes.com, but I'm just telling you. No, like, I mean, you may, may, maybe uh, maybe Brian Austin Green, he could fulfill the orders for Country Squire. For the Country Squire, you know, as, as we get orders for more and more, uh, you know, two ounces of bag end, five ounces of uh, seersucker, you know, we can... Uh, we, we can just you know let our let our buddy uh, Brian Austin Green know that hey, you need to get that out. <laughs> that's yeah. Well, I mean, I, Megan Fox I think was more of the shipping person. But uh, that's true. That's true. Here's where this all comes full circle. So uh, yeah, put, do tell. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian Austin Green in, in real life, like so sketch. That's the sketch. Go see it. We'll have a link in the description. Uh, Brian Austin Green in real life actually does have a podcast, uh, which is called uh, I think it's called In the Bag, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, or you know it, he's he's really big in the B A G bag. It's it's a thing. Um, yeah. That's his initials. And the reason the way the reason that this even came on my uh, uh, radar is because I listened to that podcast and on it he mentioned it. And uh, the producer of that podcast is actually a good friend of mine. And so as soon as I heard the episode, I I, I texted him up. I was like, hey man, I never like I why didn't you ever tell me this? <laughs> like like there's this there's this odd connection here I have to Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox in the in the whole pipe you know world here. What if we? were to get pipes to send to Brian Austin Green and and his now wife Megan Fox as as a gift from Country Squire Radio could you could you make could sure you make, that happens? could you make that happen exactly right. and, and yeah he's, he's like yeah absolutely of course so here's the deal wow all that up. wow we now have an op- uh, an opportunity to send pipes to Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox celebrity power couple uh, who man? Could you imagine if they Golly. took a picture of smoking pipes from uh, from the Country Squire radio? Yeah, and else. It'd be incredible. But this is our problem. I think at that point we just have to hang it up. <laughs> we need, <laughs> in order to send them excellent pipes that it makes sense for both of them, we need kind of a his and hers type of pipe situation. Right. That's the tee up. Next week's episode is all <laughs> going to be about his and her pipes, and we need his and hers pipes. We need your help trying to determine yeah. what are the best pipes to get for a him and a her as a coupling right. of a gift. So, uh, so yeah. take that, uh, cook on take it, take that, and run with it. No, that, and and I like the idea, right? So you've got, and you know, we're we're talking about you know Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox. These are two people that we're all aware of and uh, are excited to uh, maybe uh, get to you know shamelessly uh, hold and uh, promote pipes that they get. From Country Squire Radio, but but you know if you've got uh, you know someone in your life, maybe uh, maybe it's a 
uh, you know, couple that you know, and you want to buy them a set for them to try something together, something unique, uh, maybe a wedding gift. I don't know. I mean, what 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 pipes go together is his mm. and hers pipes. That's right. I think that's wise. Yeah, you know, they've got all kinds of sets on the market that you can buy the uh, you know night and day pipes, uh, which tend to be black and white, or uh, the um, you know morning and evening sets, or what whatever there is. I mean, I think uh, you know aromatic English pipes, or, or uh, the list goes on and on. There's pipes that are convertible. Uh, you know where you've got uh, church warden stems, short stems, all this. You know what? What? Uh, what would be the? What would be the? The best option for someone? And of like course, that? we'll have some suggestions as well. But we want to hear your thoughts. Send them in. Show at countrysquareradio.com. We'll be sharing those on next week's episode. Now, this week we're talking about a pipe shape uh, that is controversial. I mean, can I say that? I, I kind of nah. want to say that. Well, I, eh. uh, well, all right. We're talking about the Rhodesian pipe. That's and, right. And the reason why I say it's controversial is because it it looks very similar okay. to another pipe shape that we have already discussed okay. and actually comes up quite a bit. Okay. I, I see I see your angle now. Yeah. So yeah. so the Rhodesian pipe. Yeah. The Ro- Rhodesian pipe. Uh, Ro- Rhodesians, uh, obviously, uh, Bo is referring to their similarity to the, uh, the venerated bulldog. Um, uh, the bulldog pipes, you know, of course, you've got the uh, kind of upside down cone met with the uh, right side up cone. Uh, they kind of meet, meet in the middle, uh, and then they had the square shank that comes out. And and the variant of that that has uh, is so popular and, and frankly uh, just iconic enough of a shape to to have its own you know moniker uh, is is called the Rhodesian. It's called the Rhodesian. And so um, I'm so excited by the way about this because yeah, honestly yeah. I have <laughs> all day today I've been looking at Rhodesians. Yeah. And thought oh it's a bulldog, but I know it's not a bulldog. <laughs> But but it just that's it, a beautiful bulldog. I mean Rhodesian. But that's the thing. I honestly <laughs> am going into this with no way to tell my man what is the difference between yeah. a Rhodesian and a bulldog. No, and that, that's that's totally totally understandable. A lot of folks when they you know get into it, they're like, man, that's just a lovely bulldog. And as the kind tobacconist behind the counter that doesn't want to make anyone feel like an idiot, there's no judgment. I, I, then I typically don't correct them. Like you know, a lot of folks <laughs> are like, oh, that's just it, you're right. That is a gorgeous bulldog. But um, yeah, so so Rhodesians again. Uh, right now I'm holding. This is one of our inventory that actually you can buy at country, the countrysquireonline.com. Um, it, it, uh, this is a this is a Seriacopo pipe, a uh, very high end pipe, um, uh, handmade uh, Italian, and uh, it's it, it's a Rhodesian. It has a it kind of the iconic uh, cone shape uh, top. It uh, goes out to a, a rim uh, that extends the farthest from the bowl, and then has a cone shaped bottom. And you have the double ridge. It, it, it has the double ridge, which is always uh, just very. Um, you know, kind of uh, quintessential with the Rhodesians or Bulldog shapes. Um, you know that that scoring that goes around the the largest part aside from the bowl. Um, and and then the key feature here of the Rhodesian, uh, of course, is the is the round shank. It's a round uh, a round shank. This particular one has a round shank with a sterling silver band there, and then uh, meets into an, an ebonite stem. But you know, you've got this differs from this Northern Briars pipe, uh, which, of course, is basically the same shape, uh, you know, if you just look at it from a real functional standpoint. Uh, but the Northern Briars pipe has a, uh, a, a diamond shank. And, of course, this is what we call a, uh, a bulldog. And so Rhodesians, Rhodesians have a round shank. Bulldogs have diamond shanks. Okay, may I? Yeah. All right. But so be careful or you're going to have to buy them. Right. And this was really expensive. Yeah, and, the, and both of them are, like, nice pipes. Uh, they, they, I mean, the grain is gorgeous on the two examples that you have. Why do you hand me expensive pipes? I, because I'd love for you to— Oh, my gosh. I just saw the price point. <laughs> Why? You should not have handed me this. You're holding $800 worth of pipes, right? <laughs> All right. So, okay. When I'm holding them next to each other, 
I can clearly see that the bulldog is squashed, whereas the Rhodesian is taller. Well, okay, that that is a don't confuse these two with the entire the the entire line. So, so what's the difference? So, so, so basically, the only difference between a Rhodesian and a bulldog is that Rhodesians have a round shank, and that's it. When you say oh. when you say Rhodesian, you think round for Rhodesian, and that's it. That's it. Why? So, uh, so and and there are a lot of folks. You know, they'll try to you know pick it here apart here and there. Like, well, a uh, a bent bulldog is called a Rhodesian, but a straight bulldog is called a bulldog. Like that. You know, the the, the consensus is across the board uh, from people that are pipe collectors and historians is that uh, a a a you know conical shaped pipe that has two con- cones that meet in the middle. Typically with lines, uh, it, whether they're straight or bent, if it's a diamond shank or a square shank, it's a bulldog. And if it's a round shank, it's a Rhodesian. And, wow. that, and, that, and that's it. The, the bulldogs and Rhodesians are the same pipe, except one's got a diamond shank and one has a round shank. What a weird That's literally it. That's literally it. And, and, and yet that one thing has caused so much difference. <laughs> you know, it, within 20th century pipe smoking, just iconic pipes that are out there. Yeah. There are folks that, that, are, that would smoke a Rhodesian any day of the week that would never touch a bulldog. And, and and the the thing is that that diamond shank. As soon as you introduce the hard edges of the diamond shank, yeah, something different happens in a tactile, uh, you know, kinetic way with your hands. Now, how you how you hold and uh, embrace that pipe. It's just it's a different feel. It's I mean, a different feel. And, and some true. people, you know, you, we we talk constantly about how you know intimate our pipes are with uh with you know. Uh, what we, you know, what we want to personify and, you know, uh, express and all those kind of things. It's a very personal, it's very uh, expressive instrument that we, that we carry. And, and there are some folks that just only go with the round shank and they, that calls for a Rhodesian pipe. Interesting. That's it. That's it. That's literally the difference. You know, I, I guess I, I never really thought about it before and I'm sure this is not the case, but I only ever, ever associate the diamond uh, you know, the diamond sharp edged shank with yeah. a bulldog. Yeah. No, that's it. That's it. Interesting. Uh, Ro- Rhodesians, of course, uh, I've got another one here. Here's a Peterson Aaron. Uh, it's got just a real uh, pretty uh, sterling. Uh, actually, I think that's nickel, uh, a nickel <laughs> uh, band on there. But yeah, again, it's just a, you know, a, it's a Rhodesian. I it's, promise you, if I had walked into any kind of like pipe show or yeah, pipe 10 out of time 10s, you said, you would have said, nice bulldog. I would have called yeah. this a bulldog. Yeah. That's <sighs> a show for like, four or five years (laughs) (laughs) and and that's it really literally all i to to remember this the only thing i ever tell myself is round for rhodesian when you say round rhodesian that's it and so um you know it's got a round shank again you've got typically that lines the the lines that are there and uh and it looks just like a bulldog so this this shape is is incredibly uh iconic from mid 20th century pipes okay so we're talking uh you know, uh, mid mid century kind of uh, styling. Uh, th- this this shape is incredibly popular. It just screams nineteen fifties through nineteen seventies. So um, again, that that diamond shank uh, with the bulldog kind of sets itself off. But the Rhodesian, uh, particularly those chunky Rhodesians that we'll get to here in a little bit, um, were just incredibly popular there in the mid twentieth century. And um, and and we see a lot of those come through as a state pipe. So pretty pretty awesome. Why is this called a Rhodesian bow? I it's rotund. Hey, that's as good as a guess of anyone because 
no one really knows why these are called Rhodesians. <laughs> because because it's a bulldog, but they wanted to be all classy about it? No, it, it, you know, honestly, people have actually asked that question. Like, is it, well, you know, a, a, the bulldog is a dog breed, right? Yeah. Well, so is the Rhodesian rid, Ridgeback. So, like, would they... I was wondering about Would they that. actually go with, like, well, you know, this is a different kind of dog, and maybe it looks a little more, uh, you know, svelte or stately or uh, well-kept or something? Would, would, would they have named it after that? And it, most people don't think so. So, but I mean, maybe we 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 really we got ourselves a dog fight here. We on really Squire Radio. We really oh the old the old dog fight, the old pipe <laughs> dog fight. You know, a, a lot of folks don't know why uh, the Rhodesian is called the Rhodesian, and we just uh, we're just not sure as as pipe enthusiasts. So, interesting. Uh, Rhodesia is is actually the name for a region in South Africa. So, not not the country of South Africa, but just sub-Saharan Africa. Mm. Um, it's modern day Zambia and Zimbabwe, um, and and this area, of course, has a long you know check history uh, involving uh, British rule and, uh, you know, modern day, you know, even under the, uh, you know, local population now that it's been returned to them, just human rights violations. So it's very, very tragic history in some ways. But um, but Rhodesia, again, now Zambia and Zimbabwe, uh, just uh, that's that's what we're talking about when we say Rhodesian. And so we don't know why this pipe is called after that, but we do know uh, is that, uh, you know, Rhodesia was, uh, you know, obviously a, a um, it has its kind of roots in the, uh, you know, British Empire, you know, uh, when they spread all over, you know, the sun never sets and all that kind of stuff. That that was part of it, right? And so uh, you, you think of other African uh, kind of inspired shapes that we have, the Zulu, the Umpal, uh, and, and now the Rhodesian. These are pipes that, uh, you know, kind of have their roots tied up in some of these uh, historic, uh, you know, when, you know, came, a, came about and, and were popular when, you know, the Brits were kind of involved in those areas. Interesting. So, I it's mean, just strange. Was yeah. there a lot of, you know, we, we've talked about the fact that much like much like alcohol, tobacco seems to kind of pop up in these different regions. Yeah, and it's just kind of weird. Yeah. It, do you I mean, do you think there's a lot of kind of African influence in terms of these designs? And, and there, there may be, you know, it might be something where, um, you, you know, a lot of folks, they named it Rhodesian because a lot of folks uh, in that area uh, preferred that pipe. Uh, we, we just really don't know. Uh, you know, some folks even assert that Cecil Rhodes, who who Rhodesia was named after, uh, we've heard of the Rhodes Scholarship and all that. This oh, yeah, is a, yeah. You know, real well-known person in British history, very controversial uh, person in British history. But, uh, you know, they, they assert, you know, or, or say that maybe, well, the Rhodesian was named after Cecil Rhodes. But, but, but Rhodes was not a pipe smoker. He, he wasn't a pipe smoker. So we really just don't know know why uh, this name came about. You know, we do know uh, that as early as the 1930s, uh, Dunhill had the Rhodesian in its shape charts. Um, and so, uh, and, and then it, it came, it came on from there and, and um, you know, it's just a very distinctive shape that for some reason took on that name. D- can I ask? And, and, and no. Okay. Well, <laughs> you, I'm, I'm, I'm always, yes. I'm always a little nervous about asking these kind of questions, but do you know which one came first, the Rhodesian or the Bulldog? No idea. Yeah, because you no almost idea. have to feel like one is the response to the other, or well, perhaps that they were developed at the same time, but you know people took them in different directions. Oh yeah, or you know maybe the first the first shape that came around was the one with the round shank, and 
and and then someone made one with a diamond shank, and they were like, "Well, we're just gonna we're gonna call that something different." I I, I have no idea because I do think of like when I you... love the speculation on this because we can almost <laughs> invent history here as we're <laughs> talking on Country Square Radio. We have to be right? careful about that. That's the thing. You have to be, you have to be, we have to be careful about that. But you know, you, you do almost wonder because you think of bulldog, and bulldog is such you know you've got the American bulldog, you've got the right. British bulldog. Like that's such a um, kind of British or American, depending on the breed. Yeah type of mindset so you almost wonder if like the Rhodesian was taken by a Brit or by an American and yeah. then customized to be their own unique thing I, yeah I, again you know that that's a great speculation yeah. I wish we had more knowledge about that I mean you could search you know on and on for hours uh, and, and you know to, you know trying to find kind of the origins the genesis of some of this and uh, and just come up come up empty there's just not, <laughs> there's just a lot of speculation but no no real hard facts mm. so uh, Cecil Rhodes was a cigarette smoker you know so uh, you know that but as far as I I know we don't smoke any um, Rhodesian cigarettes in today's world. So, um, yeah, I, just, I have no that idea. That sounds right, in all fairness. I don't yeah, know maybe why. we should. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, maybe we should smoke Rhodesian cigarettes. No, nah, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, incredibly distinctive shape. The Rhodesian, uh, especially with a thick stem, mm. with, a, with a thick uh, stem and shank, uh, during the mid-20th century, this was an incredibly popular shape, but also... Uh, one that was very distinctive. You know, you've got, uh, think of other mid-century pipes, right? Straight billiards, Canadians, Levats, uh, pipes that, uh, you know, it, it just are very uh, sleek and um, svelte, long uh, lines and, um, and, and and thin, you know, kind of framework. Rhodesians were always kind of the opposite of that, mm. but they were still very popular in their own right. They were they were chunky. They were, uh, you know, thick and, and kind of, um, I, I don't know, just... Uh, just, you know, took on a, a persona that looked different than something very clean lined and very slim lined, hmm. you know. Um, we talked about that era in particular about how pipe, the pipe and, and playing not just in terms of, you know, functionality, but also in terms of practicality and, you know, storing it on your person and, and yeah. making sure that it wasn't like taking up a lot of space. Or, sure. You know, uh, most recently I, I think about the dress pipe in, in particular and about how it was part of your decor as well. And so, you know, the, the slimmer the pipe... You know, the more convenient, the more stylish to go That's a right. chunky route. It's a nice differentiator. It's for a sure. it, yeah, it certainly sets you apart, right? So, um, the golden age of the French and British made pipes, and and when I say that, I kind of am referring mostly to our friends at Kamoi and GBD. Of course, GBD it still exists, but it's in a very much uh, you know uh, shadow state than it was. Kamoi is a, a great historic brand still around uh, to this day. Uh, although it's you know passed under several different owners and, and all that, but um, but Kamoi and GBD, these you know in their golden era, they were cranking out Rhodesians that were just really really stunning, uh, and and they had a couple that were uh, that were very uh, very well known. Of course, GBD was kind of the leader in that. They had the the, the shape nine two four two, which was the uh, Rhodesian with an extremely chunky stem. Um, it, it was a it was a taper stem. Uh, they also had the nine four three eight, which was a uh, Rhodesian with a, a saddle stem, but very very chunky shank, chunky chunky pipe. So if you can imagine uh, this Peterson I'm holding here, uh, but yet the it's a much larger bowl perhaps, and and the the 
shank is even uh, a bigger proportion uh, of the shank to bowl ratio than what we've got here. So oh, just wow. a real chunky. I wish I had one with me. We yeah. we see these pipes come through a lot, particularly the nine two four two. These are incredibly uh, popular pipes uh, in the estate pipe world because they're just not made a lot anymore, which is which is interesting. Uh, but that that shape just screams 1950s, 60s, and 70s. It's really really amazing. Um, so these are iconic mid-century pipes. It was so popular, and this shape is so underutilized today that actually our, our friends at Briarworks, uh, Todd Johnson, pre. Pete Prevost, uh, good friends at, at Briarworks Pipes, they they were committed to, you know, they were kind of inspired by this shape. And so they took the 9242 uh, from GBD and they actually made their their new bull moose shape. Um, and so they called a bull moose. A lot of folks refer to the the kind of chunky squat Rhodesian as a bull moose. Wow! And and, and so that's a that's a thing now, you know. And good I, on those guys. Yeah, that's, and, that's and it's a, and it's a gorgeous shape. I really uh, encourage you if you if you uh, are interested. Every time we, I, I tell you to go to our website and buy one, but every time we get one, it flies out. So mm-hmm. we don't even have one right now. But um, but but the Briarworks uh, bull moose. It's the shape C. Uh, 111 um, and and that shape is actually uh, actually inspired by the mid-century uh, GBD uh, 9242 just a really iconic shape from the from the mid 1900s so um, it's interesting too of course we always uh, are referring on our show to uh, our friend Greg Peace at GLP Tobaccos he's got our uh, friend who's never come on the show by the way he's never I know we've we've tried to do that before and he you know he's he's flirted with us and then he's you know kind of maybe gotten a little gun shy I don't know but but I'm but just saying I we could maybe this could happen maybe the I mean, gaunt, sure maybe the gauntlet just, was just thrown down I'm just saying I don't know but anyway, <laughs> but Greg, uh, good good friend of the show, longtime listener, and, oh, yeah. uh, and and friend of the Country Squire, um, Greg, uh, it says is is quoted as saying actually that the that the you know kind of Rhodesian that chunky bull moose shape is actually his favorite shape. Uh, he's got one of the most incredible pipe collections um, in the world, and and what I love about Greg is he has cataloged almost all of his stuff uh, by brand and by shape. He would on That's his awesome. website. It, it's just awesome. It's really it's really cool and so yeah, you can yeah. go uh, check out his website he's actually got photos of his uh, personal GBD collection with and he's got a whole host of these uh, of these bull moose shapes which are just really really lovely again why is that uh, that kind of chunky variant of the Rhodesian called a bull moose I have no idea hmm. yeah no, no idea uh, several other variants you know we've got you know kind of what I've always re- referred to as the uh, you know, kind of road dog, <laughs> which is kind of a, you know, this is a round, this is a, a Rossi, which is made by Savinelli. These are uh, rounded shank, you know, rounded and semi-angular shanked, uh, you know, Rhodesian slash bulldog pipes. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what to call this except a road dog. It's a, it's a Rossi bulldog. Yeah, it's a Rossi Rhodesian bulldog. It's a row row dog. It's a row row dog. Row row, You know, and and just a just a cool shape. But that's a that's a variant that Savinelli has obviously uh, embraced. Another one. What, what's wait, hang on, um, real quick. What what, what yeah, is your thought on this though? What like like this particular style? You know that that pipe again. It doesn't have the lines that we always refer to, and so it's it's certainly a um, kind of an abnormality. You know, yeah. it's not one of those that uh, you know it, it's in some way unique to Savinelli. I, I can I can see the appeal, but for me personally, like what what makes a bulldog a bulldog, or in this case a Rhodesian Rhodesian, really yeah. is the signature kind of ridges on the on the side where kind of the, the yeah. curves meet each other yeah no i agree interesting I agree. yeah but just just kind of their take on it and uh and that is a very popular shape 
And then also another uh, thing that Savinelli has embraced as well, of course, is the author shape. Now, so so we look at this. This is the 320, right? Um, it's it's a 320 shape. This is uh, something you know. If you're if you have a 320, you even have a club to join. I mean, it's just that much of an iconic shape. But but in some way, this is kind of a derivative of a Rhodesian. You've got a really incredibly chunky pipe uh, that has you know the the chunky stem uh, to bowl ratio. Uh, is there is there necessarily two conical sections that are meeting there? Well, that can be debated, but but a lot of folks consider the author a, a derivative of the Rhodesian pipe, and so um, so you've got uh, the big three twenty as we're as we're reg- regularly. I mean, that used really to. does feel like a stretch. That it, it it does, but that that is uh you know it's something that a lot of folks acknowledge. So okay, um, they also uh, Savinelli just came out with the three twenty one, which of course is a a smaller shaped pipe. Um, and and then even you know you've got uh, Danish pipes like our 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 uh, buddy. Um, this this looks like a Rhodesian that needs to go on a diet. Yeah, and and it and it probably does. If I'm being yeah. serious, I, 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 and, and again, you know, we've talked about the 320 enough to know that it, you know it's an incredible, incredibly popular shape. No, but it's no, just no. one of those that you know you don't really, um, yeah, you just you know. It, it's, it, I guess I just think of the, it, the it, subtle character, or the characteristics that we've discussed tonight are, are more subtle right. in this particular style. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The the round shank, I think, and the the chunkiness of it is is what you're getting at most there. For, but, for real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and of course, you have um, you know, stuff like uh, this Nirup by our friend Petter Jeppesen. Uh, Nirup, uh, of course, Danish pipes. These are all uh, you know, hand finished pipes. Gorgeous pipe. Yeah, that's um, gorgeous. Right. And there. this is almost like a like a uh, like a Rhodesian met a acorn. Uh, and it and it's just a stunning piece. So uh, that's one of his uh, his basic shapes. So uh, I right, forget really, what I just really said pretty. about the ridges. This one right here. <laughs> yeah, you love it, don't you? <laughs> that one. <laughs> wow, that is a pretty pipe. Pretty great. You know, it's it, it, think of like an acorn, but uh, it's it's got a certain uh, you know the the ridges of the Rhodesian wow. are certainly there without the uh, without the lines that go around it. So just very lovely, and of course has a round shank. So we call it uh, I don't know maybe a Danish Rhodesian. Or a or a Dan, a Dandesian. I think I'm in love. <laughs> no, this this pipe right here, like I know I was just talking trash about <laughs> about not having the ridges but about like, pipe. Right? Yeah. No, man, exactly. this this is a gorgeous pipe. Yeah. Wow. Really cool. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that's the Rhodesian pipe. You know, it's just uh, it, it's a. It's a shape that uh, obviously has a lot of similarities, uh, you know, <laughs> in spades to the to the um, you know bulldog shaped pipe. A lot of times Rhodesians are seen as a lot more chunky. Uh, sometimes those chunkier pipes are referred to as bull moose pipes. But uh, the main difference there is going to be the round shank uh, as opposed to the square or the diamond shank. And uh, and Rhodesians just uh, just have their own their own charm. You know, one of the things I love about the Country Squire is that whenever anybody is looking at a new pipe, y'all y'all have a y'all have a mirror. And you have a little plastic covering so that people can see themselves smoking the pipe. That's very important. I'm no, going you got to you got to try on your pipe. I'm going to do yeah. that with this pipe before we leave here tonight. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd love I'd love to I'd love to sell it to you. Man, that's gorgeous, man. All right, Pretty anyway. cool. Yep. All right. So, so anyway, that's go. that's the uh, that's the Rhodesian. Yep. So so now you know uh, Rhodesian versus Bulldog. Uh, the the round for Rhodesian. There you go. That's a right. Round for Rhodesian. That's it. I like it. Yep. Um, gorgeous pipes, and of course, uh, you know we, we know a couple things about gorgeous pipes. We've seen a few come through this uh, this show. We've discussed several over the years, and some of the most gorgeous pipes can come with not necessarily the most highest of prices. No, that's right. In that's fact, right. You can get a really really good looking pipe. 
for a really good quality uh, price, and that is from our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. That's right. That's Talking, right. of course, about the uh, the corn cobs fry, pi- the corn cob pipes from Missouri Meerschaum. Uh, you know, I was actually thinking about as we were discussing tonight the Rhodesian and thinking about the, the Rhodesian versus Bulldog. I was going to say, and and I'll, I'll say it anyway. If if you don't have a Bulldog as part of your collection, you don't have a collection. Right. And, and I mean, this, can I say that? No. And and I, I think that's true. Yeah, I think that's true. You, and, you you might have a grouping of pipes, but as far as a you know collection that's very representative of very common shapes that are out there, uh, the Bulldog is there. But but in the same vein, so is the so is the Missouri Mirror. Exactly. That's right. You, you got that's it. Right. Like just like you have to have a a, a good kind of a Bulldog, maybe a Rhodesian as well. Uh, you ha- you have to have a good quality corn cob pipe and don't just buy some random cob that's got a stick in it no <laughs> with missouri meerschaum you get a uh, a sense of quality in what you're actually getting i mean like you know the styles that you can find at missouri meerschaum are second to none you can also uh, collect various styles uh, from missouri meerschaum as well in fact head over to their website check them out they've got a plethora yeah dozens and dozens yeah. Absolutely. And that, that's why we love them uh they they uh, have, you know, taken homage to a lot of their older shapes or bringing some of those back out. Uh, you know, short pipes, long pipes, uh, big and small bowls, uh, you know, pipes that have uh, various stains, uh, you know, stem qualities, uh, just all, all over the map. And we, we're uh, big fans of Missouri Meerschaum. Of course, they've uh, been great sellers at the Country Squire for years and years. And, uh, and, and we highly encourage you to take advantage of uh, some of their deals. So, hey, if you've got a Missouri Meerschaum pipe, smoke it this week. Take a picture of it. We saw several of you doing so with uh, while you were enjoying the eclipse. You were also doing so with the total eclipse of your Missouri Meerschaum pipe. So, uh, <laughs> that was awesome to see. But take those pictures. Send them in to us. Tweet those in. We tweet the, retweet those out. It's a great way to let the folks at Missouri Meerschaum know that you appreciate them for sponsoring this show. That's right. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pipe Question of the Week. Pipe Question of the Week this week comes in from Andrew Coates from uh, Lake Odessa, Michigan. Uh, he says, hello, gents. I'm a new pipe smoker. Uh, and have uh, got to say that I love your show. It's been very educational and informative for me, especially the 101 episodes, which, by the way, we need a new 101 Yeah, we're episode. about due for one of those, right? Absolutely. Uh, so I have a question for your pipe uh, question of the week. I have a pipe that whistles when I draw on it. 
Even when the bowl is packed, I'm smoking it. It's a bulldog style, appropriate for tonight's episode. Uh, and it is designed to be smoked with a six millimeter filter, but I smoke it without one. Perhaps the whistling would go away if I used a filter, but I prefer not to use one. Have you ever had a whistling pipe before? And do you know how to fix this issue? Please help me solve this mystery of the whistling pipe for my wife may ban my future use of said pipe for the sake of her sanity. <laughs> Again, that is from Andrew Coates. Man, I, I just hear Andrew like reaching out in desperation for for some real help here. And uh, man, I I think to in order to uh, cure the whistle on your pipe, you, you might have to start using a filter, brother. Um, Ooh, yeah, I, I I think perhaps so. I'd be interested to know, Andrew, if you. Uh, of course, this says it's a it's a six millimeter. Uh, filter pipe that you smoke without one. I don't know the brand of this pipe, um, but I'd be interested to know, do you put a, since you don't use the filter, do you put a converter in your pipe? Okay. They, you know, Savinelli, uh, if it's a Savinelli, it may be some other brand. Um, Savinelli, uh, famous for, um, for always including balsa. They always have times. the, the balsa, many times having the balsa filter uh, included with their pipe. But but the option is that you take the balsa out and don't use it. The, the key, though, that a lot of people don't know uh, if they're, you know, if you buy your pipe maybe on the internet or, you know, don't talk to a tobacconist when you're buying your pipe, a lot of times you don't know that if you don't use the filter, you need to put the converter in your pipe. Uh, that converter needs to go in your pipe. It's just a small tube that takes up some of that extra diameter space that's left vacant from the the missing balsa. Um, and if you put that in there, I'm, I'm thinking that'll kind of narrow that draw down a little bit. But I think uh, all that open air is causing some of the some of the whistling that you're hearing. Uh, I, I think I think without the uh, without either the filter or the converter, you're going to, um, you know, you're just going to experience that whistle, which is really strange. A lot of times that doesn't happen, but I, I have heard of it happening before. And, uh, you know, some people enjoy the completely open, you know, draw like that. You know, if you, okay, you, you've got a, you've got a pipe that's drilled for a filter, but you're not using the filter. Uh, and so you've just got this really open draw. Uh, some people enjoy that, but again, you know, you're opening yourself up to their, uh, you know, for a lot of moisture to build up in that cavity. Uh, and then also, uh, you know, the, the whistling that you're experiencing. So, so try the converter out, see if that helps. Uh, you can order those, uh, you know, from, from our side or, or various other sites, uh, you know, Savinelli carries those. One should have come with your new Savinelli pipe, uh, which is, uh, which is always really nice. But, um, if that's not working, you know, it, it may just be a, a pipe, uh, malfunction. It might be something that you, um, you know, just, just have to get used to. Maybe your pipe should have come with earplugs. Oh, that that probably would have helped uh, the Mrs. for sure. Yeah, you know it is interesting. As someone who first bought uh, a a Savinelli pipe, I was really confused when the second pipe I I bought that was not a Savinelli did not come with balsa. Didn't filters. yeah? Because yeah. I assumed that this was just a thing. Yeah, like you, when yeah. I mean, we've talked about this before, but when you walk into a pipe shop, you buy your first pipe, especially those of us who walk into it as complete novices. You know, you're you're surprised by oh, this is a tamp. Oh, this is what a pipe cleaner is actually for. Like oh, you need this tobacco. You need this pipe. You need all of these different little accessories. And so when the balsa is kind of included with your pipe, you just kind of assume that's just as normal as a as a as a tamp, honestly. And so, that's um, right. but 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 at the same time, you know, it's uh, it's it's part of that uh, classic Seven Ellie experience. Yeah, no, that's right, that's right. And and I and I I do believe that if you're not using the filter, you need to use the um, the converter. That's just something that I've found very important, uh, you know, as far as enjoying your pipe. So, uh, anyway, uh, let us know if that works. I hope, uh, hope you have some success there and I hope your, uh, wife doesn't get just, <laughs> 
doesn't doesn't make you sleep on the couch because of the uh, because of the whistle. That's right. Our thoughts and prayers are with you, Andrew. <laughs> That's uh, right. From Lake Odessa out in Michigan. Thank you so much, by the way, for that pipe question. And hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, send it in. Show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Again, that is show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Quick fire with, with the squire. squire. Quick fire question. Ow! All right, man. We got some quick fire questions in from thispipelife.com. Not to be confused with thispipewife.com. No, the that's official right. Official dating site of Country Squire Radio. That's right. No, no, no. This is thispipelife.com, <laughs> a far superior and actually real site that you want to check out. That's right. More on them in just a minute. <laughs> we are continuing the series of quick fire questions sent in from Ghost of Pompeii. Uh, are you ready for this? Yeah, bring it. All right. Yeti or Sasquatch? Aren't they the same thing? I don't think so. I, I've always assumed that Yeti... Yeti imp- denotes like ice. Right. Or li- like, like snow or like the abominable snowman. Cold, temperate environments. Yeah, I'm going to go with Yeti. Yeah, I, I, I well. sounds more. That, that's much more intriguing, right? So you got some giant thing living out in the woods that no one understands. But then on top of that, you add kind of this like Arctic element where, you know, there's this mysterious stuff because people don't really live there. And, you know, it's in the it's in the snow caves and all this. I, I don't know. I'm going to go with the Yeti. I, I agree for exactly the same reasons. Sasquatch. I mean, it's it's a Bigfoot type scenario. I've always found Bigfoot creepy. Like I don't, well, I don't. But that's kind of the idea. I know, well, but like I just, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get the appeal of Bigfoot. Like, like there's people that like go around <laughs> I don't searching. Get the appeal. I really don't. Like there's like there's a whole community. Of but folks I mean, out I, th- there. I think the Yeti would be the the same way, right? Well, but or see, the abominable snowman or whatever. Maybe it's because we live in the South and just the whole concept of snow seems like a mystical thing. <laughs> I, I'm kind of serious. <laughs> no, that's this. true. No, like, you're you're right. Like you're when right. it snows, it almost feels like this shouldn't be happening. Oh wait, it's Narnia. We Magic all get out from of, the sky. <laughs> we all get out of school, even though it snowed for like five minutes today and didn't stick on the ground. Exactly. <laughs> but like in a in a in a zone that we are in, where everything is like you know woodlands and and heat and everything else, and then all of a sudden they're supposed to be this like you know man beast ape looking thing it's like well that doesn't make sense on any kind of temperate level this is ridiculous yeah i don't know no i don't know is for practicality some... reasons i choose yeti you went with yeti okay fine walter uh walter payton or michael jordan i'm gonna go with michael jordan yeah, where's the mug uh yeah Ooh. well there's no gin oh, so no gin no, jordan. no gin no no gin no jordan <laughs> yes a a, another incredible slogan of country squire <laughs> radio uh yeah no gin no jordan if there's uh yeah walter payton um obviously nfl great um, I you know I'm gonna go with Mike. So football? That that's that's football. You okay. know that elongated potato looking ball that they throw down the field no, with the laces the one, on it. It's the one they kick and such. Uh, <laughs> but but not the soccer one. I do know the difference between that one. Too. Right. You, the, the the real the real answer to this is Bo that you know Michael Jordan and you've never heard of Walton, Walter Payton. Accurate. And so you're gonna go with Michael Jordan. Accurate. Okay. Good. Let's good. just be clear. Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> and Wheaties and tennis shoes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was the 90s, guys. There's Michael so many, Jordan was everywhere. There's so many football fans just like rolling their eyes right now. It's well, amazing. when Walter Payton is on a Wheaties box and has tennis I'm sure he probably has. But in the 90s, when Walton Pay- Walter Payton is on Wheaties boxes in the 90s, is he a modern guy or a 90s guy? Uh, No, before that. Oh, is he? Yeah. I, I feel no shame. All right. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to say Michael Jordan as well. And finally, a flood or a drought? Wow. I know. Wow. Um. Hmm. Okay, well, the Country Squire has been flooded before. 
our shop has been flooded before. So if you walk in the Country Squire, um, if you walk uh, to the back of our little store uh, and to the right, you will see actually the flood line, which we have a painting of, uh, of the actual flood. And the flood line is, is marked with a little plaque back there. Um, and, and so we had this kind of... Uh, uh, I, I don't know sensitivity to heavy rain <laughs> at 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 ye old pipe shop. Mm. So um, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with uh, I'm gonna have to go with drought. I, don't I mean, know. is it? I, I, you might know this. I'm sensitive to floods because of our history here. I mean, I've I've got photos. I actually, need to frame. I've got photos of our shop uh, underwater in in 1979. Aren't you technically below the shoreline or below the um? What's the no, right? no, like sea level or anything. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. Oh, is that not right? No, the 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 river, the Pearl River, uh, is is you know just a few hundred yards here behind our shop. That's right. Um, and you know has uh, over the years had a few you know high look you river drive stages you drive over that bridge and the Pearl yeah. River like there's no there's no normal. It goes up and down. No, there is there isn't there <laughs> it's, isn't. It's and, all over the place. And so uh, you know we we have been underwater uh, once and. Uh, lost all of our inventory mm. and, and everything with that. Got some really interesting pictures of that that we need to need to display. But uh, yeah, so we're we're kind of terrified of uh, of floods here around uh, ye old pipe shop. So I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with drought. Yeah, with drought. Um, this I mean this is really tough because we've lately I feel like we've been experiencing a lot of rain in our area combined with the heat creating this humidity that is almost impossible to exist in. It's amazing um, people can live here. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Like I, I was thinking about it almost every single night for the last past couple of days, I would go home and, and you know, like at my house and your house as well, we've got these amazing porches. Like that, that is one thing that about our, our neighborhood and specifically our houses in our neighborhood yeah. Yeah. is one of us has the best porch in neighborhood and the other one has the second best. I, <laughs> I don't know which one. I really don't. Like they're both really, really epic. But here's the thing. It has been almost unlivable outside. And so I'll come home at night, look at the porch, and it's like you can't even breathe out there. So I, I it's so awful. Yeah, but that but that's coming from a combination of the extreme heat and the water. So none. I just want it all to end. Drought. I guess. You're gonna have to go with drought. I guess so. Yeah. I'll go with drought. Okay. You have to pick one. I'm not going to let you off the hook. We're, we're by rivers. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're good. <laughs> we're good. Um, all right. So, great quick fire questions, of course, from our friends over at uh, thispipelife.com. Shout out to Ghost of Pompeii there, who's always good about submitting them in over on the forums there. Look, we, they've got great forums. And the cool thing is we do have a forum dedicated yeah. to uh, quick fire questions and, and submitting those in. So, as soon as you join thispipelife.com, head over to forums. Uh, look for the Country Squire Radio Forum and, and uh, add those quick fire questions there. And, uh, yeah, if you need help, we can send you right there. Here's the great thing. When you register at thispipelife.com, use the code CSR. It lets the folks over there know that you heard about it on this show, which in turn helps the show. It's a quick pro quo. And I, my name is Bo. <laughs> And I have run. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. How long have you wanted to do what you just did? It just happened. It just I happened. don't believe that for a minute. Well, let me tell you what you will believe, and that is the great experience that you'll have at thispipelife.com. <laughs> of course you will. The amazing, amazing <laughs> graphical experience and the amazing, awesome uh, connections that you'll establish there on the forums as well. So again, thispipelife.com. Use the code CSR when you sign up at thispipelife.com. That's right. Your thoughts? Your comments. Listener feedback. All right, man. We got some great listener feedback in this week. Um, <laughs> a lot about, you know, last week we, uh, we, 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 
we, we ruffled some flip feathers. Look, but, uh, I had a lot of fun last week. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's all. That's all I'm saying. La- last week was great. We, you know, we we had fun with uh, some tobaccos that you know, if you get in, the, if you're in the middle of nowhere and run out of pipe tobacco and need something to to tide you over, those are the tobaccos we talked about. The tobaccos that maybe you'll find at a uh, at, at a five and dime or the uh, you know Seven Eleven or maybe the Piggly Wiggly. You know, that those are the tobaccos we talked about. We we had a little fun. Maybe maybe at their expense. Here's here's what I love is that the the general tone of the feedback that we got overall was very like they got it like even folks that like i think so i think so the tobaccos that we discussed or maybe one or two of the tobaccos that was discussed right like they got with it and like their response was like look there's no accounting for taste i get it you know you like your stuff i like my stuff that's right that's right and to be i want to make sure that we are clear on this if we were not last week and i think the general tone was there but if you like any of the tobaccos that we discussed and and that we that we perhaps bashed, there's no accounting for taste. It's cool. No, I'm, that's that's we, great. We are totally glad that you like Lagarso. I don't know. I forgot the name. It, it's it's Largo, and no, and it's it, not. And and maybe if they called it Lagarso, it's it Largon would, is it would, what it is. It was Largo. <laughs> Literally, no. That, I, I that's, flushed that's it down great. the toilet. I smoked it once and flushed the rest down the that's, toilet. I can't believe you did that to the toilet. But anyway, <laughs> you know. And, the, the the point is, Bo and I have always, since the inception of Country Squire Radio, we have always been very clear about you know our our you know hope that you find what works for you and you exactly. continue and you continue to do it. So uh, we did have a lot of fun feedback. I had you know a couple of our uh, a couple of our uh, you know folks that do like these tobaccos were like, man, y'all had some fun at our expense, ha ha ha. But these really but, are good tobaccos. But not at not at y'all's expense. I mean, not- like. No, it's 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 okay. You know, it's just uh, it it's it, to to each his own. And, and and frankly, a couple of the tobaccos that scored uh, low on the hamster scale, <laughs> which of course the hamster scale. We if you aren't familiar with what we're talking about, please go back and watch, uh, listen to last week's episode. I think we, it was titled "In a Pinch." In a, pin, was, in a pinch, in a pinch, in a pinch. So go listen to "In a Pinch" uh, on iTunes, or uh, you can probably find it on on uh, YouTube. Um, but 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 go check that out, and you will uh, you'll you'll know what we're referring to. The hamster scale, of course. Uh, if you scored low on the hamster scale, that means your uh, tobacco was not very likely to wind up in the hamster. It cage. was smokable. Right. It, it was it was smokable. If it's if it, if it scored high on the hamster scale, it's not smokable. Uh, it, it no. It just it, it just would be more likely to wind up in the bottom of your hamster cage. It's probably not very flavorful, very right. absorbent. Uh, you know, uh, very just 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 foul to, to my personal taste. These are all these are all personal tastes. So, uh, you know, I, I I think um you know everyone's kind of got their own uh, their own thing, and we we had a little fun last week. This is true. Why don't you jump down to Ryan Smith's feedback? Go ahead and uh, read read that one for the good folks at home. Yeah. So Ryan Smith. He said, uh, you guys have always been pretty careful. Uh, <laughs> boy, that's true. Uh, and there have been times when it was obvious to me some true feelings about a product or a company were being held back. Uh, the recent episodes about pipe shop pet peeves uh, and gas station tobaccos uh, have been some welcome uh, realness. Uh, glad I'm finally hearing you guys say some things <laughs> uh, all the listeners are thinking. So, uh, man, Ryan, that's, you know, that's great. You know, Bo and I, um, how do I... How do I say this? Like we're real. Well, no, we are, but we're also codependent enough to to care what other people think about us. Like I'll acknowledge that as a as maybe a fault of us. So we're 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 codependent enough to be very aware of like, ooh, if we say this, is someone going to take that the wrong way? Or ooh, if we say this, and and you know, last week we we had a little fun at the expense of folks that really love you know Captain Black Dark. We 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 did, and 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 you know, or or Largo, which I mean, I, I don't really have. 
any grid for that. But <laughs> but you know, and and that's and that's okay. I mean, I'll, I'll put it this way. I mean, we 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 always try to be very cognizant of the fact that. With the platform that we have, we are we are trying to you know uh, kind of give a good voice to the industry, give a good voice to the the fandom, if you will, that that surrounds the industry, people that are yeah uh, are enjoying pie spice tobacco, and so we want to be aware and and do our best to represent various people, regardless of what their tastes may be. No, that's it. And and I think that when we got to hamster scale type tobaccos, I mean, it was the first time that I really found myself in a place where it's like I can't even like. Be apologetics for people like this. No, that, and, like, and that's fine. Like it, it I, I will beyond where I was comfortable. Like you know, no, like at, saying, at, like, at well, that somebody point, somewhere likes this. If like, you're gonna smoke Largo, you know, that's just uh, you know, I, I'll defend your right to be wrong, kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. America. I, and and a lot of folks did actually tweet or or email in and say, hey, isn't Largo, uh, you know, just kind of a cigarette rolling tobacco that someone you know re. Uh, you know, renamed as pipe tobacco in order to get around the tobacco laws or, you know, taxes or something like that. Largo is actually a really thick cut tobacco. Most cigarette tobaccos uh, that are marketed as pipe tobaccos, things like Bugler, uh, you know, uh, any of the Daughters and Ryan products, these are uh, more shag cut uh, you know, uh, uh, tobaccos, but but Largo is actually a thick cut tobacco. I don't think you know. Maybe people roll it into cigarettes, but certainly by looking at it, that doesn't seem to be their angle. Their angle is uh, by smoking is, it is to load it into a pipe and to uh, immediately regret it. So I, you know, I, I think uh, that that's a that that's a thing. Yeah, but I will say this. I mean, when whatever you hear on the show, I, I do want to be clear about this. Any thoughts that we say are are definitely our thoughts. Like, like we're not, we're, we're never like, we're, we're always truthful in terms of the reviews that we get. No, I agree with um, that. I agree with that. Even when we are negative, and to be fair, we do try to, to do so with kind of a, a cognizant nature of, of, uh, the fact that they are our opinions and, and we've, uh, you know, you guys who are tuning in, y'all, y'all have blessed us with a, with a platform to share those opinions that's on, right. on kind of a larger scale. And so we want to be careful with that. We, we really do. Yeah, that, um, that's, that's right. And, you know, I was thinking too, like of all the, <laughs> of all the folks that enjoy those like iconic, you know, uh, 20th century drugstore over the counter tobaccos. <laughs> right, right? right. So, so think about like, Captain you know, Black. yeah, Pr- Captain Black, Prince Albert, you know, Borkham Riff, uh, you know, Sir Walter Raleigh. I mean, these are these are some of the most iconic tobaccos of the 20th yes. century, right? Right. And, and and so you know, we've got a lot of our uh, a lot of our old timers that enjoy that. A lot of folks that uh, you know just you know that they weren't as you know worried about the you know where did this Latakia come from or where did this you know what was this cased with or any of that kind of stuff. It was it was pipe tobacco that was readily available to them, and the pipe smoking community obviously owes a lot to that culture. Uh, and or, or or to that you know to those products for for kind of carrying us through making it very popular uh, and all that we've got a lot of folks that come in a shop like the Country Squire it, because their grandfather smoked a pipe well their grandfather probably wasn't smoking uh, you know in, in in most cases anyway their their grandfather probably wasn't smoking something from Cornell and Deal <laughs> or from you know McClelland or whatever they were probably you know probably smoking you know the um. You know, Sir Walter Raleigh or something. Portland Paul is calling us out. He says, "You guys are going to trip you backpedal any harder." Look, I'm not backpedaling. We're not backpedaling. I'm at just, all. I'm just saying <laughs> what, what, what I, what I am, what I am getting at. What, yeah. what I am getting at is that the people that enjoyed some of these tobaccos from the 20th century are some of the most bad a people in the past, like five generations. Okay, so when I make fun of a tobacco that Pappy Joe 
like might enjoy or some other. I mean, th- these are people that like stormed the beaches of Normandy, I right? Mean, that were enjoying Sir Walter Raleigh. I mean, these are folks that like liberated South Korea from the communists. Like, y- you know, they it, didn't it, have time to like, 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 like dive. Oh, into let me the... let me find out. Is this is this Latakia Cyprian or Syrian? Like, no, like. These are some of the most hard-nosed people on earth right. that saved our western culture from like destruction and you know whatever. Like I, I I'm sorry but like Pappy Joe, I respect you enough to know that like if you if you like those blends, like you can take it. You smoke what you want. Like understand, this this is the clarification. Yeah. We respect all pipe smokers. Right. We don't expect respect all pipe tobacco. <laughs> that that's that's the clarification. And and so if a pipe smoker likes a pipe tobacco that we don't respect, we that's still it. respect that pipe smoker. We still smoker. respect the pipe smoker, Absolutely. you know? Yeah. I I I think there's validity to that. Absolutely. So. <laughs> all right. And then uh, finally as as uh, kind of like a addition to the the feedback from last episode, that that last one right there. Yeah, uh, Gene Boker he says, I think the hamsters need to stay. Not every tobacco is a winner. That's right. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I, I, I like the hamster scale. I think the hamster scale has some, has some, like has some, uh, has some, uh, some, some purpose there. You know, the, the higher, again, go listen to the last episode, but the higher you are on the hamster scale, if you're a five on the hamster scale, uh, you have created a tobacco that, uh, is truly worthy of the the hamster cage, the the bottom of the hamster cage, that that part that uh, is gonna you know uh, mesh with <laughs> and 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 ruminate with all those uh, you know products that come from the hamster itself. It's uh, you, you typically want something that's very absorbent, something that uh, you know is just is, is very uh, you know newspaper like uh, you know uh, worth nothing more than a cedar chip kind of thing. Like that, that's what you're going for. And uh, and and for some of the tobaccos that are out there, you're just uh, you're just number five on it's the, the it's the razzies you know what the razzies are no you never heard of the razzies the razzies are, are they're like the reverse oscars they're awards that are given out for the worst films like that came out that year and uh and actually <laughs> halle berry once actually appeared at the razzie awards because most people don't actually show up to receive their razzies for yeah. what i probably is obvious reasons yeah that would make sense uh, for for her role as catwoman in the film catwoman uh, so she actually showed up. She showed up because she recognized, yeah, this was a terrible movie. Yeah, and she even gave a speech as she accepted a Razzie, and it was one of the most classic, iconic things. Like, she gets it. We invite the the owner operator of Largo Tobaccos mm, mm, to mm. Country Squire Radio. I'm, I we need to discuss that before we say stuff like that publicly. <laughs> <laughs> I have said things, sir. There it is. <laughs> the gaunt the gauntlet is thrown. There it is. Oh, man. That'll be an epic episode when that happens. Oh, I'm excited. All right. Uh, speaking of episodes that happen and, and what we're excited for, stay tuned with us throughout the week as we build up to the next episode, which, of course, is all going to be about uh, his and her pipes. Now, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, we've got this awesome gift idea that we were going to give to um, soon-to-be friends of the show, Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox. Uh <laughs> Friend of a friend of the show, I think we can say that. that actually, that's that's accurate. Friend of a friend of the show, uh, Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox. We're going to hook them up with his and hers to, uh, pipes. Help us determine what those are. If you've got a thought as to what would be a good pairing uh, there, let us know. Send it in, show at countrysquireradio.com or on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, of course, you uh, can keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow me. I'm at the Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore Country Squire. Of course, all that information and more can be found at Country Squire Radio, where you can, of course, tune in live on Monday nights at 8.30 p.m. Central Time. That's 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. Again, countrysquireradio.com. 
on Monday evenings. We thank all of you who are here joining us tonight, uh, giving us a hard time and enjoying the uh, shenanigans <laughs> that you can only experience on the live show. No, I, mean, I agree. I agree. And we had a really uh, a, a club member that's actually, uh, this is their first time. And so that's that's wonderful. Cheers to you, brother. We're, yeah. we're, we're happy that you're here. He'll never show up again. Well... <laughs> You never know. You never know. Hopefully, hopefully we converted him. But uh, but one way or the other, it's been a it's been a fun man. The Rhodesian pipe. I feel like I've, it was a good exploration. No, it was it was a good clarification on my part because yeah. I really did all day today look at Rhodesians and uh, and bulldogs, and I kind of feel ashamed that I didn't realize it, it came down to just the, the shank. Yeah, <laughs> round is for Rhodesian. All right. Well, hey, there you go. Let's go have a night. See you, brother. been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.